Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's the Rob and Josh Show here on Post Show Recaps. Ask us anything, baby, and we will answer to the best of our ability. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined by Rob Sessionino. Rob, can I ask you a question? Anything. How you doing? Oh, so good. You doing good? So good. I'm on fire. So good. Wait, whoa, really? All right, we're gonna have to do something about that. You can't be on fire during a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, look, the bell rings, and then uh, got um, excited to talk to my friend. Yeah. And uh, how was your Super Bowl weekend? My Super Bowl weekend uh, was fine, I guess. I watched it. I did. I watched the whole thing, actually, I think. Did you think that Tubi changed the channel on you? Yeah, that was very confusing. I definitely looked around the room. I was like, did someone sit on the remote? Uh, no one had sat on the remote, but I was very confused. And I didn't really appreciate it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should we do that? Should we just like uh, like have it in a podcast, just like hard cut, like a different podcast playing, and then like ah, uh, made you look. This is this is sponsored by Post Show Recap. Yeah, if I did my job right, then the edit just went to uh, an hour and a half of Down the Hatch as we're now coming back in. Subscribe to the You podcast feed on Post Show Recaps. Yeah. Hey, if you want to, postshowrecaps.com slash you feed. Just like hard cut to like a different podcast playing. Like, wait, what was wrong with my thing? It was, uh, see, like, that's the thing that people got really mad about with The Sopranos. But like, this is actually worth getting mad about, I think. Uh, It's like, did something happen to my TV? Like, this is a commercial that is just... Just built to agitate but i guess like we're talking about tubi so maybe it worked 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it worked the way they wanted it. There's to. nothing on Tubi. Is there nothing on Tubi? The, yeah, I checked that. Right I was on with Grace the other day, and we were Didn't talking about the Bulk commercial. Uh, haven't you talked about to be or to not be or not to be? be. Yeah, yeah, I think the, the one time Disney we watched something on Tubi was Celebrity Exorcism. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, Celebrity Exorcism. Hmm. Uh, wow. Uh, were there any famous people that like I would know or be excited about? The, no, the, uh, it was uh, Meta World Peace. Uh huh. Jody Sweeten. Okay. Jody Sweeten really making the rounds. Sweeten in the pot here of reality yeah. TV. She's all over the place. She's all over the place. Uh, well, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I really did get a good hate into the Super Bowl commercials this year. I felt like I was really like the 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 stench of capitalism was so strong this year. I felt like I think the oh, thing boy. that really drove me over the edge was the Will Ferrell Netflix combo platter for electric vehicles. Oh, I thought you said the thing that drove you over the edge was uh, the U2 commercial of uh, the <laughs> giant balloons that uh-huh. apparently uh, U2 is responsible for. They're responsible for it drove giant you over balloons. the Bono. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't mind the U2 too much. And I did enjoy seeing Walter White and Jesse Pinkman and Tuco together telling us about the pop chips as we've covered in the past. Yeah. It was fine. It was all right. Uh, well, I uh, people should check out that Super Bowl podcast, Off Speed Sports Podcast on RHAP with Rob and Grace talking about Super Bowl commercials and such. Uh, I think we'll we'll leave it to to them. I did you feel like you wanted to eat M and M's after the the Super Bowl? By I'm not a big M and M guy. A big M and M. But what if they had clams in them, Rob? Would that be something that you'd be interested in? Stop. No, you don't want the seafood. Stop. M&M? No, no, no. We won't do that. We've got a lot to get into here on a special ama edition of the rob and josh show we put out can't the spell call. maya without ama and we put out the call postshowrecaps.com slash ask rob and josh we'll leave it open if you ever want to send us a little note you can can't send spell it in. a clam without ama <laughs> right i guess you can't mm-hmm. uh it took a minute uh for me to to realize that that's the truth uh you can send your stuff postshowrecaps.com slash my rob stuff and josh our stuff. my Stuff. Maya stuff. Uh, do you think there's someone out there named Maya stuff? Probably. Let's do. Yeah, I think so. Maya stuff. Uh, that actually just takes me to like ancient Mayan ruins uh, when you Google that. Uh, well, what about if stuff is S T U P H? S T U P H. Maya stuff. Uh, it takes me to a YouTube called Just Maya Stuff, and it also takes me back to more Mayan ruins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where I end up going with Maya stuff. Uh, maybe Maya Maya S T O U G H. Would that be like stuff? Like uh, like yeah, Maya stuff. There we go. There are Maya stuffs out there. Uh, they exist. No They're doubt. Right. No so doubt. We found, we found them. Yeah. Uh, so we got ASA uh, AMA stuff that we're gonna get into. Uh, also got some headlines. I think I'd like to do the headlines first if go. you were up for like uh, a little bit of a change of procedure. Uh, some stuff that I think would be fun to just headline get us into me. It. We'll, we'll do some headlines. We'll do the AMA uh, and we'll just have a, a really good time. Um, PSA, public service announcement. I think it'd be fun at the top of these shows to let people know what's going to happen next week. Rob, I think you and I talked about Picard. We're, we're going to talk uh, some Star Trek Picard. Fun. Um, I have not really done Make the it Star- so. 
I have not really done the Star Trek Picard. I know I know you have at least to a degree. Did you stick with it all the way through season yeah, two? Yeah, I watched all of season two. I did a I did a season two recap with Justin Mike. Oh my gosh. Well they're doing they're doing weekly season three coverage now that Star Trek Picard has finally transformed, I guess, into being uh, its final form, its final season. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual next generation reunion. I loved the next generation. So I'm kind of interested to see can I just hop into it? And I will probably have a lot of questions for you about lore. Uh, I think uh, there literally a character in there, lore. Is he? Uh, is there? Yeah. Well, we got to talk about it all. Yeah, I meant I meant like the story lore. Oh, but I think not Data's brother. Like character lore. Yeah, that's Data's brother. Yeah, I think lore's in it. I'm pretty sure that's right. Well, but I think Data's dead. Means. Canonically, no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw I saw that. I saw that happen. I had never forgot that that happened. They really treated Data fairly poorly in the movies. I feel like, but this mm-hmm. is uh, this is a conversation for next week. So we're gonna watch Picard. Um, I'm a super Star Trek filthy casual. So if you are one of those as well, or if you're not even that, yeah. but you just want to hear some Star Trek shenanigans, I think next week's podcast will be fun. Uh, yeah, so- I really think you can jump into season three. I don't think you need to watch anything from uh season one and season two or or just watch like a youtube video yeah. about it yeah yeah it's premiering this week so we'll have the first episode to talk about uh so we'll we'll be watching the first episode we'll talk about the first episode we'll do headlines we'll do all of that jazz uh let's get into some headlines before we get into the ama rob i've got some things for you some stuff from the streaming some of my stuff from the from the streaming world uh, this was a pretty interesting headline from Variety that The Last of Us was viewed for over 200 million minutes. Uh, I in hate its when they talk about few the minutes. hours on HBO Max. I think that this is a good opportunity for us to get uh, some uh, like some rage out about the the streaming metrics that streaming you do here. Minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that streaming minutes are like a really big thing that gets uh, categorized now because I feel like that number is just so massive when you count it by minutes that it looks insanely impressive. Mm-hmm. 233 million minutes yeah. on Sunday, January 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern starting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what's being tracked for The Last of Us premiere uh mm-hmm. and nielsen's weekly streaming rankings run on a monday to sunday yeah. schedule okay. so those sunday night premieres rob they only get a few hours to chart for the week josh you still have anybody over at the hollywood reporter that we can call because i got a headline for you let's do it post-show recaps had <laughs> 47 gazillion podcast minutes listened to last week yeah, I definitely should be uh, like uh, rolling that out to our partners. I feel like uh, we're if we're I mean grading the in, podcast in it also had eight gazillion podcast <laughs> minutes made last week. <laughs> if we were going based on minutes, like we'd be filthy rich. Uh, it'd be an incredible situation. Uh, mm-hmm. Two hundred thirty-three million minutes for the last of us premiere on sunday night january wow. 15th a full ass year uh, I, you year can't ago, even like ago. is that good i don't know i think it's good it's uh it's only here's the stat yeah. it's only 100 million minutes behind house of the dragon uh wow. which scored 327 million streaming minutes in its first night of existence the height of the like minute metric insanity was like over the summer because yeah. then Paramount, uh, Paramount Plus, uh, got into with it or where, without Showtime. This is before without show, showtime. Okay. pre-show time. Yeah, uh, because then they came out and said, "Well, actually, 
uh, that Big Brother is the multi-platform hit because people watch the live feeds and uh, that this summer uh, people have watched like four gazillion uh-huh. minutes of Big Brother this summer. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, because people watch the live feeds. Yeah. Uh, Call yeah. me when you've watched 99 gazillion minutes, I think. Right, right. Because there's there's 100,000 people that watch it 24-7 racking up all of the streaming minutes. It's, it's yeah. like, like, oh my God, Big Brother is the most popular show in the world. A separate headline, but I think a related subject in the streaming world was uh, this from Deadline that Wednesday has outpaced House of the Dragon to become the most watched premiere of 2022. Uh, and this Deadline report goes into how uh, in like the, the study of uh, of streaming data, a new report from Lower lore. Yeah, uh, lore data uh, that it's the it's the first 15 days of release that really matter that uh, that like 75 percent of the uh, of the strength of these numbers come in those first 15 days that 75 percent of the total viewership comes in of the viewership in like the, the first like in right. the first fortnight uh, and mm-hmm. that's not the case for Wednesday. Uh, that Wednesday had 66% of its viewers in the first 15 days and had a longer shelf life than most as it went viral. Pigtails. Yeah. yeah, it went viral and it blew past House of the Dragon. And Rainier had uh, you know long hair too uh, to become the most watched premiere of 2022 in the 40-day viewership window. I think and it my- makes sense. It does, but my question is: so, like, it's it's attracting younger audiences. It's going viral on social media. How much of this are we counting for people who just went to Netflix to watch the the Jenna Ortega like uh, viral dance scene? You know, like I don't know. Does, does that I, factor in into any of this? I mean, I feel like the thing that factors in is that I think that um, Wednesday I think has a wider audience, and I think mm-hmm. that there's probably more young adults, uh, that watch Wednesday. I think that like, uh, you know, teenagers, like if they have good parents, like, uh, probably weren't watching house of the dragon, sure. uh, because I think that based off of the game of Thrones pedigree, uh, like, I don't know if, you know, you want your 13 or 14 year olds watching, uh, the game of thrones they universe. made good choices those parents yeah and also i i think that it. that netflix is a little bit more of like hey what's on uh let me see uh like okay oh this is like uh in the top whatever yeah people are talking about it I, I i could watch wednesday whereas i feel like that I don't know how many people are starting House of the Dragon randomly like a couple months later. Probably not. Probably not as many. I do think uh, as much as the the streaming minutes thing is a joke. I think it is interesting that The Last of Us was was pretty close to House of the Dragon in terms of uh, opening the opening salvo uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, of premiere night. You know, it's not like Last of Us comes from nothing. There's a lot of video game expectation. But, uh, you know, House of the Dragon was based on you know, the biggest, biggest show of all time. It's been mm-hmm. spitting distance of that. The, uh, the only other bit from the streaming world that I thought you might find interesting, two bits actually. One is that uh, in Nielsen's top 10 for the week of January 9th through 15th, that the leader of the pack of the top 10 sing the song uh, was a show that we lightly talked about last week, Rob, based on our review of SNL, Ginny and Georgia. Uh, was yeah. number one in the Nielsen top 10 for the week of January 9th through 15th. And that was for the second week in a row. It had previously Nielsen includes won. Netflix no- shows. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's Nielsen's like uh, accounting of streaming uh, mm-hmm. metrics. 
all of this is like strange, bizarre, wizardly alchemy strange. that is, you know, stranger uh, things. It yeah. is deliberately vague, deliberately vague data. Nobody uh, knows anything. Mm -hmm, deliberately vague lore. This was the other one was that jumping to the number two position uh, in the Nielsen top 10 for streaming from the week of January 9th through 15th, having previously charted at number seven. People still watch it. It was The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead was number two across streaming services. So, the, the okay, week that's of so January 9th and 15th. So, and not even like new episodes. They're watching old, old episodes of The Walking Dead. No, I think it is new stuff. I think it's the There's it's new the, it's, Walking well, Dead. Well, I think it's the I think it's the remainder of the final season getting uploaded to Netflix. Uh, like okay. it finally gets boomeranged on to Netflix, and then people are know, like, "Okay, it's on I Netflix." I was talking and now about this with it. with Grace about how um, the Will Ferrell commercial is taking place in some like zombie dystopia uh -huh. yeah it's like what the hell what the hell is this supposed to be yeah and yeah. i guess it's like the the they're sort of like uh like soft advertising like watch the walking dead yes. on netflix yes netflix has the walking dead catalog uh and so i guess geez yeah. louise you know, people still watch it. Uh, a, a friend of mine who has no affiliation with any of the podcasts and has nothing to do with You're this You're holding space, out friends? I'm holding no a couple out. I have a few that I'm hanging on to just You're in so case lucky. this whole thing goes bad. You're so blessed. I, mean, I have like, no friends not affiliated with this. That's troubling. Um, I'll unaffiliate with this if you want, and then I could just be your friend. Uh, mm -hmm. you, know, you let me know when that needs to happen. We can have a hard conversation offline. Yeah. I will be I will be like a neighbor. Through. Yeah, you can find a neighbor. Like, you need a Wilson in your life. Do you have a Wilson in uh, in your in I your would town? not go to my neighbor. For okay, advice. all right. Sounds good. Uh, that my friend, who is, like, a, a professional, like, serious, non-entertainment journalist. I was talking to him the other day. He's like, yeah, I just caught up on The Walking Dead. It's all hit Netflix. So, really? That's happening? This is a thing that's happening? Uh, mm -hmm. So, I guess that's a thing that's happening. Uh, AMC's loss. Is, is your Netflix friend happy with the ending? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but I think he, like many of us, was like, well, I got this far. I got to mm -hmm. keep going. Um, all right, some more stuff. Uh, this is, uh, so the, the Oscar nominees had lunch, Rob. Oh, uh, boy. The Oscar nominees had lunch. There's a big luncheon that was held for all of the Oscar nominees. There's a great class photo uh, that was taken of the Oscar nominees. I will send this to you in our uh, our private chat here. Uh, if you would mm -hmm. like to take a look at all of the various Oscar nominees, it seems like some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know. It's probably, it probably is like some sort of like invitation to a religious cult type of uh, class photo is what it looks like. The big thing that came out of the luncheon, Rob, is that Steven Spielberg was caught on camera giving Tom Cruise a very big hug. Uh, he gave Tom Cruise, okay. Top Gun Maverick star himself, uh, a big hug and he pulled him in for a very big hug and steven spielberg said to tom cruise his previous collaborator on war of the worlds he said in minority report and such he said you saved hollywood's ass is what steven spielberg told tom cruise he allegedly told tom cruise that top gun maverick might have single-handedly saved the entire theatrical industry um, do you think that this is uh, overhyped praise for Tom Cruise or do you want to get on board with the master Steven Spielberg assigning all credit to Tom Cruise for saving the theatrical experience? Um, 
I mean, I'm willing to hear the case of mm-hmm. how uh, it happened. Um, I I didn't know that 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 happened. He made a movie so big that you couldn't just wait for it to go on VOD. Uh, you couldn't just wait for it for your next flight to the next place. You had to go to theaters. You had to see Top Gun Maverick. It was cinema, Rob. He yeah, saved I mean, cinema. Okay. Maybe uh, Spielberg wants to do one more thing with Tom Cruise. I think that'd be fun. I would. I would like to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think uh, they made some good movies together. I think yeah, be good. Um, sure. Uh, but this is it's a, this quote is making the rounds, and there is a video uh, where apparently this is being said. Uh, but the the dialogue is unclear. I feel like. Do you want to? Should we roll the tape? Do you want to roll <laughs> the tape real quick? We can roll the tape. You have tape? Yeah, I got tape. I got tape. We're gonna we'll play the tape. Uh, it's a it's a Twitter video that's making the rounds. Let's see. Can you get the you got the Twitter video that's working yeah, for you? I, okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're listening to it. This is a, a, so apparently at some point in that conversation, he said you saved cinema's ass. I didn't hear it. I just heard rubble, 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 rubble. But that's the video that's being you cited. You saved cinema's yeah, ass. As him saying. Maybe he's talking about Kirsten Cinema. Maybe did he do something? It's possible. You saved uh, her ass? Or yeah, it could that. be. <laughs> well, that would be a problem. Uh, I don't know. You saved cinema's yeah. ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like a weirdly structured sentence. I think it is. I don't know how I feel about it, but. Uh, you saved cinema's yeah. ass. Is this a code? You- are we like being asked to crack a code? Is this like some kind of national treasure type deal? Cinema. Yeah, are you writing it down? Trying to puzzle it out? Ass. Yes. Uh, that's ASS. You right. say, yeah. maybe you say, you yeah. say. Yeah. You say, you say, and then. Cinnabon. You say, you say Cinnabon's bad? Yeah, that might have been it. And this could be the beginning like, no, of some really... No, it's awesome. Really, what are you, you... Some really frosty Tom, have a Cinnabon sometime. Steven and Tom. You uh, say Cinnabon's bad. You said Cinnabon's, you said Cinnabon's bad? <laughs> Cinnabon's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like a Cinnabon, a cinnamon roll? I mean, it's 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 delicious, but I would never... Uh, I have to get like, too early you know. into the AMA, but I am curious if you mm-hmm. like one. Um, here's one. This, uh, this headline came our way straight from your friend and mine, the great Sam Moore. Sam wanted us to talk about the fact that Barney's getting a makeover. Some comings and goings this week in the headlines. Barney. Uh, Rob. Barney is back. Barney is coming back. Uh, and I don't know if you have seen anything about this, but they're bringing Barney back. And good Lord, if they're not bringing they're him bringing back. Barney in back. C- in CGI. Uh, we've got a, a Mattel relaunch of Barney. The purple dinosaur, uh, and he's now animated and kind of creepy looking. Uh, not that he wasn't creepy looking before. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the like the cocoa melons of the world are just like kicking Barney's ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the talk Does about Barney the dinosaur have a chance going in twenty twenty three. Yeah, is the is the field too crowded for Barney to like really roar back to life? No, I think that a Barney reboot is a good idea. Really, uh, CGI uh, because I think that um, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, are the is the Barney generation are they parents now? It's like okay, you po- watch yeah, this because I watched this. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like um, I, I feel a certain kind of way. I kind of felt like Barney was a human's job and that it's being taken over by computers yet again. I'm probably a little bit offended by. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like the, the whole part, the whole point of Barney is this person in a suit. Hmm. That's a the whole suit. point of Barney. Yeah. Or it's like half the point is like there's guy in a suit. There's like a tactile feel to Barney that I think is uh, is part of like the, mm-hmm. the the legend of Barney. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think that half of these uh, shows that you put on for like these babies, uh, it's just about like uh, the bright colors and uh, the like uh, looking at the light on the screen. So yeah. I, I think that uh, if Barney's going to keep up, I got to go CGI. Um, a leaving. So that's a coming and a, this is a going. You ready? Arrested Development is leaving Netflix. All five seasons of the Arrested Development uh, are leaving the streaming platform on March 15th, which is probably not the end of the world. If you are a fan of the first three seasons of Arrested Development, there will certainly be places to go to watch those. But what happens to the Netflix produced seasons four and five of Arrested Development? Uh, This is a question. No one knows. Two seasons of Arrested Development that had been uh, wildly championed into existence, Rob, are about to disappear forever. Bye-bye. You know, (laughs) if you didn't watch it yet, you snooze, you lose. Not every single thing has to be available on demand forever. You know, if if you liked it, you should have watched it. They were they were cautionary tales, right? Like uh, that, like not everything needs to come back. Uh, not everything needs to come back yeah. to, the, to the point that they probably actually did uh, forever ruin the legacy of Arrested Development. Yeah, I remember being very hyped up for uh, the f- the the first season that came back on Netflix. I don't know if I ever finished the second one that came back on Netflix, but there was a ton of hype uh, yeah. when that happened. I, I mean, I, I remember like where I was watching those. Uh, so it must have been uh, 2013 when those dropped. I mean, that's 10 years now that uh, since Arrested Development came back on Netflix. If you didn't see it yet, you never were going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's probably true. I bet we'll see those se- those seasons will show up on Pluto TV and Tubi and all put it these on places. Tubi. You know, we'll get purgatory it. for yeah, shows. We'll, we'll put it in purgatory. It'll put it on right after Westworld. Yeah, right. is that uh, where Westworld is on Tubi or is it on Pluto? I think that Westworld. Where does where did Westworld go? Did it go to Roku? Where is Westworld streaming now? <laughs> Good luck. Uh huh. You'll uh, never find it there. Yeah, I think that it. That's uh, that's the maze that's in uh the girl's head. Yeah, yeah. It's Roku and find Tubi. It, yeah. Roku and Tubi is where Westworld is going, as well as The Nevers, which I have to imagine you have the never heard of, Rob. Uh, the Joss Whedon show is like the mm-hmm. last thing he shut did it down. before, shut uh, it before down. he got shut down. Um, the Nevers wound up on uh, on Tubi or on Roku. I don't remember Nevers which one. Nevers have I ever uh, checked that one out. They had six whole episodes that never aired on HBO. and they That's are, why they call it The Nevers. They're going to be airing on, uh, on Roku or Tubi or whichever one it is. But it's not on demand, so you have to catch it live. Uh, that's a big ask, I feel like. A very big ask. Mm-hmm. Um, last bit of news I have for you is more like, I feel like box office preview is fun. Like, what's coming out this weekend? Uh, and really the big one I, is I, Ant-Man I and the no Wasp. Idea. It's Ant-Man oh. and the Wasp, the new okay. Marvel movie. First People Marvel are pumped movie up for the Ant-Man? So, here's the thing. 
I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they really are, Rob. I do think that the worm is turning or the ant is uh the ant is marching. I don't know. Cue the DMB. Yeah. I can do the bass riff if you can keep doing that. He wakes up and it's Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Puts his suit on. <laughs> then he gets real small. And, then, and sometimes he also gets real big. Uh, that's one of his powers, if you didn't know. He could get big. He can get real big. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. This is the kickoff to Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Rob. Oh that you've been awaiting. God. With bated breath. Um, look, if you're tired, if that just made you so exhausted, if that just aged you 10 years, um, you're not alone. The reviews are starting to pour in. The review embargo was on Valentine's Day, and it was a bummer if you're a Marvel fan because the reviews are decidedly mixed, skewing bad uh, mm. on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which is supposed to be like a really important kickoff for what Marvel is planning to do next um so if you were looking forward to ant-man and the wasp do we know what they're gonna do next we've got a we've got a slate yes uh we we are uh we are building towards two avengers movies rob uh we are we are building towards uh 2025 avenger to 2024 and 25 avengers movies i think i think it's 25 and 26 maybe um avengers the kang dynasty Starring yeah. Jonathan Majors as Kang, who is making his uh, Majors debut in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. People say he's good. One headline I said, uh, one tweet that I saw said, Jonathan Majors is innocent in this, uh, that he's great. It's not his fault. He's the new Thanos, kind of, as Kang. Um, and then after that, there's Avengers Secret Wars, which think it feels like it's probably going to be like big, like, multiversal end game like you probably get like toby mcguire and hugh jackman and robert downey jr in a movie together is probably where that's gonna go that could wow. be fun but uh it sounds like the road to that is off to a bad start uh i will be watching the movie uh, twice this coming weekend um wow. i made the plans in advance of the reviews and i have some modicum of regret uh you can look forward to a podcast review in the everything is super feed coming mm -hmm. later this weekend okay you gonna rush out to see Ant Man and the Wasp with uh, with Anthony and Dominic? You know what? If, if my kids really got into it, at one point we were didn't. saying like, "Let's watch all the Marvel movies." We kind of petered out around like uh -huh. uh, I don't even think we got to Age of Ultron. Oof! Yeah. Well, you really I'm like we got we have so far to go. Yeah, you got a lot left. Uh, I think your life is fine. Uh, if the, yeah. if it if it changes, right? Like if eventually they want to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I yeah. think I think now is probably Nicole not was time the to most in. into it of the three of them. Okay, was she enjoying it? Yeah, Nicole was kind of into it. Did she keep going? No, I have to put it on for her. Uh huh. I think I would really like to hear the the Sesternino household's uh, review of the Infinity Saga. I do think it would be fun to do someday. Um, anything I can do to um, accelerate that process, you just mm -hmm. let me know. Uh, I'd, be okay. I'd, be, I'd be happy to assist. Um, those are the headlines. We've got an AMA. It has some news components to it. I don't know if you've heard that there are some shows coming up in March. We've been asked questions about those. We've been asked questions about a lot of Ants other. Ants March. It's a, it's a big <laughs> march. Ants marching. <laughs> Let us march to the AMA portion of this podcast on the other side of this commercial break. Stay tuned. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Rob. People ask us anything. They went to PostShowRecaps.com slash ask rob and josh and they asked us they asked us questions about about our our experiences with 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 so nosy you gotta ask some you have to ask so many questions people with with tv uh they asked us questions about things that are coming up on tv and uh, a lot of questions raised in uh, the last 24 hours, Rob, we are. Uh, oh my this, God. At this hour, at this, uh, we are a minute away. We're probably within a minute from 25 hours removed from the news that Josh Wiggler's march just got really complicated. Okay. Uh, as, uh, as we've been waiting word from where, where is Ted? Where's Ted? Where is Ted Lasso season three? Uh, it's been forever yeah. since we've seen a Ted Lasso, Rob. We officially have a premiere date, March 15th, Ted Lasso. Okay. The same month that we are also getting season two of Yellow Jackets, season four of Succession, season okay. three of The Mandalorian. Okay. March is packed, Rob. Yeah. There's a lot going on in March. Wait, do you podcast The Mandalorian? I don't. Okay, uh, all right. I did. 
but we've got a great, great crew of Star yeah. Wars folks who are taking care of Star Wars. But I do podcast about Succession, Yellow Jackets, and Ted Lasso. Okay. So it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Also, I heard a new season of Survivor, so that's a lot. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I, you know, I think about I like got, the alternate I, universe I where I didn't explode, like yeah. Nuclear Man. And yeah, my th- I mean, th- then that would be something. Yes, yeah. that would be a lot. This was a, uh, an opportunity to ask your feelings on Ted Lasso, Rob. I don't know that you and I have ever had a Ted Lasso conversation yeah. before. Um, so I am sort of like a agnostic on ted lasso have you watched uh, it? so so i watched the first season and yeah. i re- i really enjoyed the first season uh that the se- the second season which probably is the more polarizing uh i didn't end up finishing it i, mm-hmm. I felt like a little bit like okay I-, I i get it like uh you know ted lasso um you know like i feel like um for me, like I feel like um, it's uh, like it feels a little like schmaltzy uh, to to me, and like I understand like uh, that's not everybody's feeling it out, and I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Sure. And if people love Ted Lasso, I'm so happy uh, for you. But I find it to be uh, Tubi. It's not. It's Apple TV Plus. I find for a show that's a that's a, a, a comedy. I find it to be more funny-ish than funny than funny outright. Um, this is the thing that's happening though, right? Is like nothing is in a nothing is like in a an easily categorizable box in TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you have like the half hour drama, you've got the hour long comedy now. What is Succession even? Mm-hmm. Um, you know these things ultimately, when it comes to awards, have to choose. Uh, but the Golden Globes is probably the best representative of what a mockery this thing is when something becomes like a musical or a comedy uh, and is rated that way. None of this really ultimately matters, but and yeah, if you're looking at like Lasso as a pure comedy, it's just not that. Um, yeah, I feel like that the uh, like even the, the jokes on Ted Lasso, I feel like are more references than actual like jokes. Of well, you know, Josh, just just call me the just call me Al Roker because I've got your five day forecast for sunshine. Like, uh-huh. um, you know, um. So to me, like, um, you know, I wasn't compared, like, I, I really loved the first season, uh, but I felt like that in the second season, uh, it did not like hook me in the same way. And maybe because there was just more, more stuff on. Are you going to be watching season three of Ted Lasso or Do is your TV slate going to be too crowded? Could um, I just jump in? You could probably get like a TLDR, which I'm sure the great Antonio and I are going to work on mm-hmm. in podcast form. We've got tons of Ted Lasso podcasts and coming. The fact that Antonio loves it uh, makes me want makes me want to go back and. Uh, and... Yeah, I think you, I think if you calibrate your expectations of like, okay, this is like uh, like Ted Lasso himself, the character. It's not unlike Jason Sudeikis to a large degree. It seems like of like a uh, like a fairly like like a like a like a sad wounded person covered in clown makeup you know like he's mm-hmm. he's, he's a comedian masking some pain uh and so the show is really in season two starting finally to like yeah. tap into that vein so it's not like it's not it's not sort of relaxing and super uplifting in the way that season one was the way that they have described uh the three season journey of ted lasso is that season one was like Star Wars one. Season two is Empire Strikes Back, so it's a little bleak. 
season three return of the jedi should uh, we finish uh ted lasso i've got probably i think like three episodes uh left but we've been like uh like it. struggling to find anything to watch honestly we've been watching like stand-up comedy on uh on netflix just because like eh, we don't have to pay attention to this like Rob, uh, we could turn it off at any point yeah you're anticipating one of the questions we got on the ama so we'll just like bob and weave some news and ama into this this was from sarah had written in and said i would love to know what the people in your life are watching rob what are the boys and nicole watching and yeah. josh what is emily and the cats what are they watching yeah. nicole um, and i are, are watching stand-up comedy specials on netflix right now uh, because uh, we, that's can I give you my recommendation of yeah, uh, the one that I've enjoyed the most? Shang Wang, sweet and juicy. Uh, what is that? He, he's hilarious. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, that he just like uh, he could read the phone book. Uh, and juicy. Yeah, but you know what? In like bouncing around, like uh, like you know, just like oh, let's let's try this one. Let's try this one. Too many Netflix specials. Like, did, did a lot of yeah. COVID material, a lot oh, of no. lockdown material. It's like I don't. I'm out. I'm out. Oh no, yeah. Uh, you you prefer like? Um, do you and Nicole and like your TV viewing habits? Do you prefer things that like you don't have to continue the next night? Like, are you more like something episodic versus serialized? Or have you two ever really embarked on sitting down together and we're just going to crush some serialized TV? I, mean, I uh, think that the shows that we have uh, enjoyed the most together have been serialized that yeah. have kept us uh, coming back. Yeah. Um, but nothing right now. There's no, there's no like, ongoing no, we don't have TV a show. We don't have a show right now. That's, uh, that's something that we're looking for, but yeah, uh, people have uh, recommendations for it. So maybe Ted Lasso is, but, uh, I, I would also love recommendations for, uh, stand, stand up comedy, uh, to go back and watch. I mean, we flipped through like four different ones last night. We're like, all right, we're out. Like, we're, yes. we're, we're going to, and, and go to the next one. Emily really loves stand up. It's never really been my thing. Uh, like I used to really love comedy CDs. Like uh, I know you and I have a shared love of the early Adam Sandler days. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I used to enjoy the Adam Sandler comedy CDs. I was a kid at summer camp and my bunkmates would be blasting like the Dennis Leary, the iconic Dennis Leary one. Um, but I never really got deep into 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 stand up. When you watch stand up now, Rob, does it uh, re-trigger any of your stand up desires? Or I, are those I, days far behind you? Like I, I think about it sometimes yeah. of that I wouldn't mind. But you up. know, the, a little older, is, a little wiser. It would be so hard um to do like uh, in just in terms of like my like uh like quote unquote career. Um, mm -hmm. you know, stand up comedy is so hard that you have to come out and sort of like tell a bunch of strangers, like you basically like get them to like. Whereas, like, what I do now is, like, so, like, when I go, like, to do, like, the live shows, like, the audience is so warm, uh, like, is so, like, um, forgiving, you know, I could just, like, make, like, deep cut references and, like, people are laughing. Uh, whereas to win over, like, a brand new audience of people that don't really know you and say that, like, that's, that's so difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have basically no interest in it. Uh I think maybe I don't know. I, I think it, it's always it's always stressed me out. I feel like there's a there's a lot of rage in uh, in comedy uh, in a way that like I can like I can it you don't you don't necessarily pick it up, but like I feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of broken like broken soul energy behind oh. comedy that can like 
I can't help but see that part bigger than the laughs. Sure. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, I feel like uh, like comedy is the weapon of the wounded, uh, and I can only see the wounds, uh, and it, it's it's hard for me to watch. It's, but Emily mm. loves it. Emily loves watching stand. Yeah. So if you get well, good recs, she and, will take them. She will very. You happy. know the the evolution of stand up comedy um, is you know like I, I feel like that when I was a kid, um, like I, I I grew up like watching people like Jerry Seinfeld and his whole generation of comics was like very much like all like observational comedy of like uh you ever go into a restaurant and and uh like uh get a see what's going on and uh mm-hmm. in in like uh you have that little that little window that lets you peek back into the kitchen um you know uh and so it was much more about like uh like here are my like uh observations whereas like the, the stand-up comedy is almost like uh not that at all yeah. Uh, it's very much like, hey, like, uh, here's my very unique viewpoint on the world, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I have like a very interesting, unique viewpoint on the world that like strangers uh, would be like. I have a very uh, like uh, niche viewpoint on the world from like uh, the stuff that I cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's probably right. Um, we've been uh, in, if you're looking for things to to watch uh emily and i we we're really big like rewatchers. uh we like to get into like you know we've talked a lot about our al pacino filmography deep dive which we we don't want to complete because we think when we complete it we will uh the summoning circle may stop working uh oh. so we're taking that uh that solemn duty very seriously we have four unseen al pacino movies we've seen everything else there are four left, and some of them are deep cuts that are actually really hard to find, and we'll have to do some very uh, – we may have to sail the seas of piracy. Uh, in yes. Order to, to okay, find the, the laser disc. Yes, we may have to go into the laser disc bin uh, at our local defunct blockbuster. Uh, but we'll do a lot of rewatching. We finished our second run-through of The Sopranos uh, earlier this year, um, which I know that you and Nicole both love. I don't know the last time you went through it, but holds up majorly. Yeah, we're, and, we're, and I would we're, say that I, uh, that I really like and Nicole loves. Yes, uh, I owe Nicole a call about The Sopranos. Um, mm-hmm. The Sex of the City is where we're at right now. We have decided to follow up uh, The Sopranos with a full-scale Sex of the City rewatch. Wow. Uh, inspired in no small part by this trip that uh, Emily and I took with the great Kevin Mahadeo and his wonderful spouse, Robin. Uh, the, uh, Kevin has never seen Sex of the City before. We convinced him he should watch uh, Sex of the City. So our group chat is lit with a lot of Sex of the City takes. We're almost done with season two. Uh, so I don't know if you've ever sexed the city all the way through, Rob. It doesn't I mean, only in the great in certain regards, but uh, in other regards, not. it's yeah. iconic. Uh, it, it might be fun. You might it, it go. It's very breezy. Uh, like you'll be through a season in a night. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm I can't go there with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not doing a Sex in the City rewatch. Uh, um, I mean, I watched uh, one one and a half episodes of and just like that. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You got to the Peloton, and that was that. Got that to the that. Peloton. Uh, the uh, So Ted Lasso is March 15th. While we stay in the HBO space, we've got a premiere date uh, since last we spoke. Uh, actually, not since last we spoke, but since last the other time we had spoken. Uh, Succession's season four premiere date was announced. It's coming back March 26th. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say you and I are going to have some Succession conversations once Succession sure. season Can't four wait. 
starts Talk back up. up. But I don't think that you and I have ever had a, a succession conversation really before that I can remember other than like a couple of these like uh, bonus podcasts that yeah. we've done along the way. Uh, so people were curious what you were, what your excitement level was for succession season four. Off the charts. Yeah. Are, you're a big fan of the show. It's my favorite show. Is it your favorite show? Number one. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. This has got else, a lot of other shows you cover. Yeah. This is going to be number one. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 Uh, of all the, the scripted shows, I, I feel like it's the one that I'm the most excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any season four major predictions? Are you going to have to rewatch Succession in order to get into Succession season four? Oh, that might shit? be fun. Um, Has Nicole watched the show? Yes. She's very into it also. This could yes. be a fun thing to do the Succession. Re- I think I'm going to have to rewatch all of Succession. I imagine there will yeah. be some. Sort I don't of, like, think I would rewatch the whole series. Uh, yeah. Maybe just season three. What about on uh, multiple speed? Like you know, a, it's very like hard to do that, like, uh, not, uh, you, you know, you could do that, like, on a computer, but I think it's very hard to, like, uh, like, have that as your, like, first screen experience, so, like, on the, on, on the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on the TV, it's tough. On, like, the laptop while you're working on other stuff. Sure, sure. But I think easy. I would, uh, you know, I think I would do that with uh, Nicole if I was going, if I was going to do it. Yes. Um, well, we could be, I think we could all be very excited. Succession coming back at the end of March. Uh, I think once that happens, you can imagine that the, the Rob and Josh show will be uh, converting for a period of 10 weeks into a, a succession juggernaut, uh, mm-hmm. will be, will be part of the big succession apparatus here in post recap. It's going to be very, very fun. Um, in the HBO realm, I had jotted down some questions that I had for you that I don't think that I've ever asked you before or okay. seen you asked. Uh, so one of those was, do you have like a first HBO experience? Like, could you trace your mind back to the first time you ever encountered HBO as like a small child or I guess a medium sized child would also be fine. Uh, but I feel like the first time that you ever encounter HBO for people, our age, at least I feel like, is somewhat iconic. I mean, in terms of like encountering it, um, mm-hmm. it's that's such an interesting turn of phrase yeah. of encountering oh, HBO. Wow. I mean, I feel like, you know, it was channel six on our mm-hmm. local cable. There was. And so uh, certainly there was like a ton of movies. Uh, I you know like, um, you know, I, I remember like the HBO sort of like, yeah yeah um and there's that like uh you were like going like hovering into like a drone shot into like some 3d like uh like uh mr rogers neighborhood of like hbo town huh yeah yeah and so um you know it was just like stuff that was just on like uh constantly and like it was like uh like uh what movie is going to be on hbo on saturday yeah mm-hmm. yeah the programming i feel like the uh the when you would get the notifications on hbo of what was coming up that feels like something that's missing these days uh from uh from uh, the fact that we're not like as reliant on channels anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't really have like that in channel reminder of, of what's coming up. That was always extremely useful from the HBO gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you would know, you would know like, okay, well this Saturday night, I'm not, I'm, I'm either, I'm not going to go to the sleepover or if I'm going to the sleepover, we're going to be watching Terminator two is playing on Saturday night. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what is HBO like now is really like, you know, what's on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you have no idea what movies uh, they're showing. Yes. Um, plenty more to the, point, to the degree that you would even watch HBO, the channel. Uh, this is this is HBO related. This is from the great Michael J. Clark, okay. who wrote in and said, uh, I was watching Euphoria uh, one time when my mother walked into the room oh boy. and I changed it immediately to which she said, oh, please don't change it for my sake. Uh, MJC then asked, so what are your top three shows that you would never want to watch in front of your parents? Did this ever happen to you uh, either as a kid or as an adult? If you were an adult and you were visiting home uh, and you were watching a thing, is this just porn? Is that just what we're describing? Porn. Is that what's happening here? Like change the channel very quickly. Yeah. So I um, had the experience of I went to go see uh, 1997s, although it was probably 1998 at this point. I went to see the Titanic uh-huh. uh, with with my parents. Uh, so that was. Um, that was when the uh, French girls were being drawn. Yes. 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 So to speak. That was a uh, aw- awkward moment. <laughs> that was um, awesome. That was great. Um, <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there was a bunch of stuff that I watched The Sopranos at my parents' house. Uh, uh-huh. There was like uh, more than a few scenes at the uh, Bada Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. Some of those would be awkward. Um, yeah, and so that uh, that was that was definitely awkward, um, and uh, you know I don't know I feel like uh, like maybe like talking about like some of the like uh, Game of Thrones. I don't think I watched like Game of Thrones with my parents, but like I feel. What about like- the reverse? Is there anything that's happening right now where either I think like the easy version of this would be like, are you walking in and Dominic and Anthony are watching things that they shouldn't that they're embarrassed to be watching if they have shame yet. Well, uh, it's or tough, like have like, they it, like caught you watching things that they shouldn't be? Seeing? No. Uh, well, if anything, like I walk into a room and then they're just like they like uh, like jump up to like change the show and, and it's but it's all all like you know YouTube uh, stuff that they shouldn't mm-hmm. be watching. Yeah. Uh, like what? Uh, just like you know, Josh. That uh, if you ever are in this position, like these kids, they just watch like uh, inane like Minecraft videos and people uh-huh. like uh, doing like. Um, just like idiotic things on uh like uh on youtube and everybody's yelling and like yes. explosions and stuff like that uh and they love it they can't get enough wow. uh that never really happened this never really happened like again we're watching preston again preston who's that he's uh he loves minecraft preston mhm he's I'm got crazy hair yeah let's see mm-hmm. preston Minecraft, second to yield stuff. Uh, oh, his hair looks you know, he's got like it's like uh, quaffed. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Coiffed, quaffed. Yep, yeah, nice, nicely swooshed back. Yeah, kind of uh, like the hair. I wish I had that much. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he has like 90 million followers on YouTube and uh, could, uh, if we disparage him, could uh, send his hey. uh, Preston army to destroy us at any well, moment. 
Yeah, but maybe our our streaming minutes will go up. So mm-hmm. uh, at what cost? You know, I'd, I I might be willing to do this. Uh, speaking of Titanic, uh, as, plays as a launch point. Uh, mm-hmm. The great Seth Holman had written in and said, "I just finished watching Leonardo DiCaprio's entire filmography, and I would like to know what is your favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie." Rob, oh, are you a big Leo pains. D? Are you a big Leo? Oh, show me that smile again. Uh, were you a big Leo D guy? Um, I mean, I think he's good. Do you think Leo D know. and Kirk Cameron stay in touch, or you think they're persona non grata to one another? Um, I imagine it's the latter. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, um, I would think that. I don't think that. I don't Kirk think Cameron, he's picking up yeah. Mike Seaver's calls. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I don't think. Uh, anybody maybe alan thick uh-huh <laughs> yeah maybe well would, yeah. unfortunately no uh sadly oh, no, not. alan thick has passed is that what oh my god yeah, terrible <laughs> they, they they got him uh very disappointing uh years ago at this point i think when did I, when did we lose alan thick um, i don't want to say it too loud because emily is going to get sad if i uh, bring up the yeah we lost him in 2016 alan thick uh there was a lot going on then a lot happening yeah. in those days yes mm-hmm. uh, uh but leonardo dicaprio you like him what's not to like i mean there's a lot yeah <laughs> there's potentially some stuff not to like yeah i'm, I'm sort of like uh indifferent on mm-hmm. leo yeah uh i'll go i'll start departed departed number one uh this is a draft uh yeah we'll draft the departed first i think that that was seth's number (sighs) one as well if i'm not mistaken Mm, okay um you're gonna go you're gonna go with let me ask you this has leo ever done a sequel Ooh, ooh. I, i think i respect that about him i don't know um off the top of my head, no. Yeah. Uh, just looking through his stuff. No, I mean, he tends to do originals. I don't think he's large. ever, any movie he's ever done has had a sequel. No, they threatened a sequel to The Departed, but that would be difficult to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be a hard movie to sequelize. Uh, Christopher Nolan's not going to sequelize Inception. Uh, Romeo and Juliet would also be hard to sequelize. Don't look up. Are they going to? Oh, that would that? be difficult. That would too. That too would be difficult to sequelize. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't. He's not a sequel guy. He's not a sequel guy. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have a franchise. He is the franchise. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It is. When you look up Leonardo is there DiCaprio, anybody else that has had a uh, a career like that that has no sequels? Tom Cruise was like this for a while, uh, and then Mission Impossible became like the only thing that he would sequelize, and then he wouldn't sequelize anything else. Mm-hmm. But then he did Top Gun Maverick, and he's done a couple of other things that have been part twos. Uh, but DiCaprio is like a I don't do sequels kind of person. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he I respect re- that. He also hasn't done like a Marvel movie yet no. or anything like that. He's, uh, I think he's he's chosen wisely, probably uh, when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Crowe, not a big sequel guy, I feel like, but uh, I only bring it. He only comes to mind because they had their Body of Lies crossover uh, once upon a time. Big Body of Lies guy, Rob? No, no. Is uh, Gladiator 2 happening? It is without Russell Crowe, <laughs> unless the uh, spectral projection of Russell Crowe enshrouds himself mm-hmm. around uh, the, the, new young, uh, the new young star of Gladiator 2. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's been announced, but I don't know off the top of my head. 
Yeah. Um, let's say that the uh, that uh, let's keep it pure with Titanic can be your number one DiCaprio movie. Seems like it's your most memorable DiCaprio. That experience. certainly is the most memorable <laughs> DiCaprio experience. Uh, this is from uh, Emily, not Fox. Emily Reed says, who is the TV or movie character you would most like to spend an evening with? Uh, who would you spend time with for an evening if we could bring a TV character to life? Should we limit it to TV characters that you and I have podcasted about and not reality TV stars? Uh, so like fictional TV characters. So I guess we're looking at um, Game of Thrones as a universe we could draw from. Walking Dead as a universe we could draw from. Mm -hmm. Technically, we could draw from The Strain because uh, we did yeah, podcast no, about no, four nothing gross. That. I don't. I don't want to sit with anybody gross. I'm not saying that they necessarily have to be afflicted with uh, with strigoism. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, this could be a pre wormed uh, uh, the strain. Character. I, I stop. I don't even want to talk about the strain. <laughs> sure, no, it gotta be getting close for... to a 10 year anniversary. I, I have no tolerance for gross stuff. Uh huh. The strain yeah. FX mm -hmm. was 2014, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna, uh, we're about a year, we're about yeah. a year and I mean, five Tyr months away Tyrion from doing our a, year, would be a fun hang, I think. Yeah, uh -huh. he, dr he drinks wine and knows things. Tyrion, sure, yeah. Love people who know things. Yeah, Tyrion would be good. Uh, who from The Walking Dead would you hang out with? I don't know. Anybody? Is there anybody? Eugene? No, no. Uh, Eugene's still alive. He made it. They made mm -hmm. they, they got Eugene through the whole thing. Um, I don't think I, I don't think that there's many people from that world that I would want to I would want to hang. I would want to hang out. If you're going to take Tyrion, I'll take Sam. I would like yeah, to hang I, out honestly, with Honestly, I feel like Megan might be, you know. Well, I, I like Depends I, on where, you, where you're right. at. Depends on where you're at with Negan. Yeah, uh, I, I just, you know, I like people who, you know, are, you know, personalities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a personality. He'd have a lot to say, but he may or may not be forcing you to listen to the same song on repeat forever. Uh, mm -hmm. And also may or may not have killed your friends in yeah. front of you. Because yeah. a lot of the people that we see on television, like their best qualities are they're like, oh, they're heroes. Like yeah. they're they, they're brave. Like, well, that's not such great dinner conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Jack Bauer, you know. Well, he would probably eat really quickly and leave. Right, right. He's not going to regale you with any stories. No, he probably would interrogate you for yours. Right. Sure. Yeah. So maybe like, are, you know, am I being held prisoner? Yeah, a different answer. But yeah. In terms of like who we're gonna like you know like you know chat it up with, probably not. Um, this is a question that we got from someone who uh, labeled themselves as useless, and I don't like that for you, useless whoever you are. Uh, are you sure it's not Ulysses? It could be Ulysses. <laughs> yes, this is, this question comes from Ulysses. Hi, Robin, Josh. Can you get me home? Can you get me out of here? Can you get me home? Please, uh, no, useless, home. useless asks, do either of you sometimes... Oh, is that, miss that, is that an Iliad reference? Yeah, it was. No. We went to the okay. Odyssey, Rob. Yes. Uh, we're getting the high, highbrow, lowbrow. We're trying to get yes. the whole approval matrix if we can. Uh, useless wrote in and said, do either of you sometimes miss having a ton of lower quality episodes versus a few high quality episodes of a show? Sometimes I want to watch 24 episodes of Star Trek while multitasking. With these 8 and 10 episode seasons, I feel like I need to pay full attention the entire time. Rob, do you think that Useless is on to something? Hmm. Uh, are we yeah. are we like in the in the era of prestige TV, are we uh in in trimming runtime, 
Are we sacrificing our ability to just like zen out with television yes. in favor of engaging in reading assignments? Yes. Um, you know, I was listening to um, Chuck Klosterman was on the Watch uh, podcast, and he was talking about this phenomenon about how uh, that he likes watching Pluto TV because mm-hmm. he can sort of just have the TV on, but then also he can allow his mind to, you know, Wander. focus on other things. Uh, mm. But in the era of prestige TV, uh, and he was talking about how Poker Face is like is is so well is so well done, but also, you know, you and it's so much better than anything that was on television in the '90s. Um, but everything is like that now. Yeah. So if everything is prestige TV, then that creates uh, problems because everything can't be prestige TV. They, yeah. You know, there has to be like some things, okay, I can devote my un- uh, divided attention to. And there's other things like uh, sort of like is just on in the background. Yeah. Do you have like a, do you have a background show that's modern? Does that exist for you? Are you like a big no, secret I, closet fan of the Chicago franchise? No. Um, I, I really You'd make I really a lot don't. of people happy right now if you were. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like, um, if anything, like um, in the last couple of months, I've really like uh, tried to like just have like music on in the background. I feel like that I cannot multitask and like watch a show uh, and then also um, be doing anything else. And sure. unfortunately, like I just have like so many things that I'm just behind on that I just mm-hmm. need to have like uh, some sort of like background noise. Uh, I prefer it to be music. Okay, so you're a big music guy. Uh, what are you listening I mean, I, to? No, I'm not, I, I don't want to talk about you it. Then people make it. fun of me. Yeah, okay, like, okay, uh, okay. There's a lot of... Bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a lot of DMB thumping in the background. Mm-hmm. Can you listen to music with lyrics while working? Yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh, okay. That's hard for me. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a really hard time. Like when I have a writing assignment or something, there could be no lyrics, which also could be really difficult podcasts i can't listen to podcasts while i'm working uh either it's very hard for me to listen to a podcast yeah Yeah. i listen to a podcast and then also be like doing other things yeah have you ever uh uh pot like podcasted and listened to a podcast at the same time i think that that would be impossible to do pretty hard it'd be pretty hard to accomplish i don't know about Mm -hmm. impossible i don't want to say that it's impossible uh yeah i think that the uh you know i'm in the middle of re-watching all of battlestar galactica in advance of the down the hatch going down the hatch with battlestar galactica probably arcing for end of spring start of summer launch date uh is okay. what we're looking like for for that and so i've just been re-watching it to kind of like get that base coat of re-familiarizing myself wow. with the universe of bsg i'm watching it on you know a, an enhanced speed and it's just been really fun background viewing mm-hmm. and i've been vibing out with my friends aboard the bsg and i'm like wait i don't remember who i didn't know you were so into it i love battlestar galactica really big fan uh, we did have the question we had it asked from uh from ben martell uh what your thoughts are on on battlestar galactica you know i had an era where i um, love it by the way if you have yeah so I, I had an era where i had like uh i had gotten like a i had a video ipod uh-huh. uh is that what it was called or it was called the ipod video uh, uh so this must have yeah. been around like 2005 2006 and so you know it, and uh for our younger listeners uh it was basically like the ipod like had your music and then this was the first ipod that had a screen 
and then you can and and you could put videos on there, but it wasn't like an iPhone. Like you couldn't do it, it didn't have apps or anything like that. Um, and so I used to like illegally download uh, mm-hmm. different sure. shows, and I think I watched like The Office. The I, I watched The Wire. I watched like a bunch of different. And I'm like, okay, I got to find a new show to put on my video iPod, and I'll watch it like at nighttime. Uh, and I and I think I probably did like a couple seasons of basically. Longtime listeners know that I uh, always listen to Alan Seppenwall. And then uh, this was like a show that him and uh, Dan Feinberg used to talk about um, of, you know, okay, well, this is a, an important show. I guess I should be watching it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I probably did a couple seasons, but I never got to uh, the, you know, the end game. Yeah. Um, well, some people would say that, uh, you know, the end game wasn't the, wasn't the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm like, as I'm getting closer to it, I'm getting pretty excited about the, mm-hmm. about the end game of the show. Um but I think that I think that uh, as a big Star Trek person, I think you would. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it is it is like Star Trek with a harsher edge. Uh, you know, I don't know what I what I keep hearing is that people who loved BSG were like the Star Trek people who loved Deep Space Nine. And I was not a Deep Space mm-hmm. Nine guy just uh, because, you know, and I've wanted to correct that. But I keep hearing that Deep Space Nine, it gets like really, really good midway through season three. And then mm-hmm. it's like on all cylinders for the rest of it. That's a lot to ask. That's a lot to ask. It's two and a half seasons before a show gets good. That's too much, especially because then we're talking about the episodes of TV that are like the seasons of TV that have like, you know, 24 or something episodes in it. That's a lot. That's that's 48 episodes, almost 60 episodes before it gets good. I can't do that. Um, I, I really feel like a show like um, Deep Space Nine and maybe the purists are going to say, uh, say like, uh, how dare you? But I feel like that there should be like, I'm sure somebody's done this list of like the essential, like, okay, watch this one, this one, this one, this one, this one and like get it down to like, yeah. you know, 30 episodes. And yeah. then if you, oh, I love it. Like, and then go back and watch more of them. But I feel like, you know, you run the risk of a person getting like petering out as opposed uh-huh. to like, it, it's because it's not a serialized show. It's uh, like uh, most of the times it's a story of the week. Yeah. Um, I was asked by Ryan, if Josh were to pick one new show for Rob to watch, what would it be? This is hard. I don't know. I mean, I try to do that to you. That's sort of the point of the podcast. Uh, and I don't always get it right. I tried to get you to watch Willow. Um, I didn't, I didn't go on with Willow. Do you really, really do you love Willow? Willow? No, people really liked the show though, who, who stuck with it. Uh, very fun PSRPGs series from uh, from Rich and Taylor and Grace and Marissa that's happening right now in the Willow universe that people should check out, even if you didn't watch Willow. Uh, but I feel like the biggest the biggest swing in uh, and the biggest swing and a miss, I feel like that I've gotten with you in terms of a, a TV show probably was in like the earliest days of post show recaps where like, I think the strain could be big. I think the strain could be big and I think we should podcast about mm-hmm. it. This was like, it's the advent of post-show recaps. It's about a decade ago at this mm-hmm. point, not quite. And it's like, it's Carlton Cuse. It's got that lost pedigree. Yeah. It's, it's Guillermo del Toro. People are going to be into it. Let's the do new it. walking dead. Yeah. It, and, and I think it was like, all right, well, here's going to be the division of labor. You and Antonio podcast about the leftovers. We'll take on the strain. How long before uh, we had to uh, airlift you out of there? Probably like three episodes. Uh, and so I, I still haven't learned the lesson 
not to like give you the gross stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't figured that out. And I'm really sorry. I should remember that you don't like the gross TV. And then on top of it, if the gross TV is bad, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's okay. I mean, your instincts have been more right than wrong on uh, they have these been wrong. <laughs> types of things. But, you know, I feel like that, you know, um, succession is more like uh, is, is more my speed, more yeah. like sort of like uh, more talky and, and uh, dramatic than action and like killing. Um, yeah. You know, that tends to be the type of show that I enjoy. Yeah, um, I guess, and this is uh, related to a question that Gary had asked, is there any news on uh, the season two start date for Severance? Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, was, was uh, you know, bringing up Severance. I don't know that you and I have ever had a Severance conversation. I don't know if you've yeah. watched it. You know, as we're talking this through, like, I'm sort of like debating, like, okay, well, if I was going to look, start a new show with Nicole, like, I, I got halfway through Severance. I'm wondering if maybe I should go back to the beginning and start yes. with her. Um, maybe maybe I'll sit down with her and, and give her like a Yellow Jackets is another show that I yes. uh, think, but I don't know how to watch Yellow Jackets. Okay, so Yellow Jackets is a Showtime show, uh, and so that means it is. Uh, I think it doesn't mean that it's currently available. Won't pay for on Showtime. I, that's one you should. That, uh, that's you one bridge I won't cross. I understand, and I get that. And you know I think what? You know fair. what killed me uh, in in uh, the last couple of years yeah. was Nicole got really into Shameless. And right. she needed to see the last season of Shameless. Sure. And so I had to subscribe to Showtime to get her the last season of Shameless. That's tough. And then I forgot that that happened. And I think I paid like $11 for Showtime for like eight months that nobody was watching it. That's tough. That's tough. That's hard. Uh, you can watch it on Prime Video Yellow Jackets uh, with a Showtime subscription. Oh, you can what watch if I just it a la carte. You could watch it on uh, Paramount. Seven dollars. You could watch it on Paramount Plus with a Showtime subscription. No, um, I don't know that there's an a la carte way. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is about show. I'm not paying for Showtime. You could I'm watch not doing it. it. You could watch it for two dollars an episode on Apple TV or Vudu if you prefer. You could go to Vudu if you wanted to go to Vudu. Is um, it like that much better than the rest of the shows? Why is why do I have access to every other show that was ever made with the exception of Arrested Development now? Uh, but Yellow Jackets, no. Here's Paywall. what I'm here's what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say a thing. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Uh, Yellow Jackets is excellent. It's great. I love it. I'm so excited to podcast about it. I'm trying to figure out the, the Miranese knot of how do we cover Ted Lasso, Yellow Jackets in succession simultaneously. This is the biggest work problem of my life right now. And it's a great problem to have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's not for you. Oh, That's oh, the call great. I'm going to make. Best news I've heard all day. I think it's not for you. I think you <laughs> right. can. I think you can absolve yourself of this one. Uh, the kids are great, but I cannot guarantee that you'll love them because you and kids on TV not always a match. It can be very, very gross. Gross stuff happens on Yellow Jackets. There's, right. There's people eating, and so far. 
no zombies. So that's especially done. I'm I'm, I'm so happy when you add to that, that it is hard to access right now without an additional subscription. I'm going to rule out yellow jackets. If we're F Murray, Abrahaming, uh, yellow jackets, succession and Ted Lasso. I think that you should Abraham yellow jackets. I think you should kill that from your lineup. Right. Uh, I love it. I think that you should F around with Ted Lasso and I think you should Murray succession. Uh, and then Severance is a future problem because, to Gary's point, season two has not had a premiere date announced. Probably looking at the summer or the fall. If it's not this year, I'm going to be really upset about it. We're doing the the monthly Severance uh, Media Club. Mike Bloom is on the first episode. It's coming out this weekend on the one-year anniversary of Severance's premiere. Um, it's great. If you made it five episodes in, I feel like you you saw enough to know that, like, I think this is probably a great Nicole show. I think the two of you would really like mm-hmm. it. It's so mystery boxy. Uh, and if you guys like it and you watch it, you want to talk to me, Melissa and Amanda about it. We would love to have you. Uh, so, uh, I would love to get you hyped on severance so that when severance season two comes back, you and I could talk about severance season two. Cause I think yeah, it was, a, it was like fun. a workout show for me. And then I just like, uh, Peter. Yeah. That's out. about the show itself. Remember. It's about work is out. Uh, work is out. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't remember if, if something else came on. I just, uh, f- fell out of, uh, out of steam. Fair. Um, Fair. but okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's uh, that's about all we got time for here with the AMA. We've got plenty of other questions that we could carry over to a future edition of the AMA portion of the the Rob and Josh show. But we, we covered answer a, questions every week. That's covered fine. a covered a lot of news. Covered a lot of uh, secret nooks and crannies of our TV and movie uh, history and habits. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've uh, we've announced some things, right? Uh, succession podcasts when Succession season four starts up uh next week we're going to be talking star trek picard uh we'd yeah. love to get some picard questions if anybody wants to send any of those in postshowrecaps.com slash ask robin josh is there a shorter url you think should it just be postshowrecaps.com slash ask sure is it easy postshowrecaps.com slash ask ask us anything uh if you got picard questions anything else that you want to throw our way we'll have uh feedback for for next time um Rob, a question that we've gotten from Antonio to close us out into a plug. Uh, Antonio had asked, what five films have you rewatched the most times in your lives? I don't know about the other four, but for you, Groundhog Day has to have quickly it risen into that top five. snuck into the top five, yeah. <laughs> How, did How did I it go? I thought it went great. I really, the I really did. were in and everyone loved it. Uh, yeah. It seems like people had a Anybody great time that went Groundhog on that week. journey, I think, I, I, hopefully they were rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it got harder as the week went on because um, I felt like, you know, when you are rewatching something for fun, it's sort of like comfort, like, okay, uh, comfort. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just something that's like, it's on, it's background noise. But when you are having to podcast the same thing every day, it's like, well, I got to go mining for takes here. Yeah. I got to go like pay super close attention. It feels like it's a really active pro- uh, project. Uh, like for sure. It must have been very engaging. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, it was definitely a reward. What I, what I like about, and if you, if, if I have a, a second just to talk about it, yeah. um, what, what I like about it is, uh, with, uh, Groundhog Day is that, you know, I feel like that, um, my, my takeaway is, you know, every day, like, uh, like, uh, well, it shows you like, if you wanted to, you could get, you know, 1% better at something every single day. Uh, and you know, you could potentially, you know, as long as you are like, uh, you know, uh, blessed with continuing to have days that you could like, uh, there is like nothing 
that you couldn't, you know, uh, ultimately become incredible at if you just like yeah. uh, put your, you know, devoted some time to it every single day. Yeah, this is sort of like that's sort of the opposite of old the M. Night Shyamalan movie that oh. I swore last week that I would watch in time for this podcast. I did. I did do it. I did watch old. It was it was somehow worse than I expected it would be, Rob. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, I think maybe secretly genius. I don't know. I'm, I'm living with old right now. I don't think I'm ready to get into it. Um, okay. But it's basically is sort of like the opposite thing of like, well, what if you don't have all this time and how what, I'm like, would I like little, it or no? No, I don't think so. It. Yeah. I don't think you'd like it very much, uh, but uh, I don't. I I don't know if I loved it or hated it, but I think I, I think I'll cherish it forever. I think I'll cherish my experience watching old forever. Uh, it's really, the movie is just sort of like a big glorified M Night Shyamalan version of like, gosh, these kids they grow up so fast, don't they? Oh. But literally, they did. They, that that kid just grew four years in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's terrifying. By the end of the movie, one of the kids looks like Stanley. Too. It's a weird thing. The whole movie is very strange. Uh, yeah. Not recommended. Not recommended. Um, what else is going on on RHAP that people need to know about? Uh, oh, you know, it's a little bit of a slower week. I talked with Chappelle about the number one movie on Netflix. It's called Your Place or Mine. Uh, number one number one movie on Netflix, Josh. What, what do you think it is? Uh, Your Place or Mine? Uh, yeah, I'm back on the Hollywood quiz show. <laughs> yeah, number, <laughs> no one idea movie. That number one movie in America. Yeah, uh-huh. Your Place okay. or Mine. All right. uh, Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon, rom com. Oh, sure. That's light where, like, on rom going... and light on com. They're going on all of these red carpets, and they're looking like uh, they've never touched a human. Well, they've never being met before. each other before. Yeah. They're yeah. not even in yeah. the same scenes in the movie. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, talked talked about that, uh, and then um, you know we'll have uh, you know more Survivor Forty Four preview coverage, everything mm. else. So you come to expect it. Rob is a podcast. Cool. Amazing. Plenty more happening on post-show recaps as well. Uh, The aforementioned You, uh, the part one uh, of the final season of You on Netflix. We've got podcast coverage of that from LaTanya and Marissa. LaTanya and I actually tonight are getting together to record our Last of Us versus Station Eleven podcast. So a lot of Last of Us coverage still happening. Uh, Did you watch episode five, Rob? Or you're um, taking the cue no. of like, no, I don't no, need to do I, it. No, I'll probably like maybe just maybe maybe that like I'll have that on as a background. It's uh, a heartbreaker. It's a heartbreaker. It's a tough episode. So, uh, you know, protect your peace. Protect your peace for sure. Uh, but plenty more happening on post show. Picard podcasts are happening from Jess and Mike starting this week. Rob and I will briefly beam aboard uh, the Star Trek podcast feed to give our takes on the Picard season three premiere next time on the Rob and Josh show. Make sure you're subscribed. Postshowrecaps.com slash rob and josh wherever you get your podcast you can look up the rob and josh post show recaps podcast we'll be back next week until then everybody take care bye lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.